Hey guys, uh, this is Caleb. Uh, support our podcast. We have a listener support segment. With a digital, with a digital, a dollar you can support us. That's a hundred shillings. That's a hundred Kenyan shillings. Uh, we need to make uh, better podcasts for you guys. For you guys, we need uh, better microphones, better internet, and because um, most of us are not in the same area. And we do appreciate uh, <clears throat> any support that you give us. Thanks. Two, one. Hey, hey guys. guys! Hi guys, my name is Kalen. Hey, I'm Delmas. This is Pablo. This is Jabi. This is Kevin. Guys, welcome to the Third World Perspective. We are going to give you a Third World Perspective on all kind of sports. You name them. Beach, NBA, uh, NFL, Beach, F1, uh, beach, F1 <laughs> football. You name them. All kinds of sports. Yes. <laughs> Thank Arsenal. you. Ciao. Hey guys, welcome back to the Third World Perspective. Welcome back to another episode. We're here to do TWP transfers. We brought you TWP transfers during the summer. This is a winter transfer window edition. I'm joined by Marsh. Uh, Marsh is here with me in Kakamega. Say hi. Hey, what's up guys? This is Marsh. Feels great to be back. Yeah, man. And obviously, we are, we had to bring Linus back, our guru on TWP transfers. And um, there's been a change, man. Linus is recording all this. Is recording this all the way from Australia, man. Um, thank you for making the time, Linus. Say hi to the folks, man. Hello. Uh, this is Linus. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since I've done one of this, and so I'm excited. Yeah, man. Obviously, people will be curious, man. The last time we did this episode, um, you were with us in Kenya, in Nairobi, of course. Um, at the moment, you're in um, Melbourne, if 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 I'm not wrong. Um, so just tell the people, man, um, what's going on? What's um, how's Australia like? It's quite far. I mean, my my flight travel was not was not short one. But then it's 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 a country on the other side of. Uh, uh, the other side of the planet, and mm-hmm. they do still call, they do they, they do call football soccer here. So, I'm a bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mostly yeah. it's an it's an adjustment because it's it's a different it's a it, they, they have a different name for football, man. It's it's crazy. Yeah, this, uh, yeah. yeah but- yeah, but obviously um, a lot of things have gone down, the transfers. Um, apparently you only watch um, the games come on at around 1 a.m. in Australia. Yeah, Premier League games. Uh, I mean, they do have their own league, which I, I watched a match or two and I was not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's called the A-League or something like that, is it? Yeah, the A-League. Hmm. Yeah, um, I, 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 I think a few years ago, I really liked, um, I think Adelaide United, they have a team there called Adelaide United. I think it's really good. Mm. I mean, I, I, I watched them play Victory Club, I, I'm not sure. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. really, uh, a really dull game. I really, I mean, the quality was lacking. Yeah. It, it looked like a it, it, like a league one, league two type of match. So anyway, I mean, <laughs> I've only been here a few days, uh, rather a few weeks. So, but maybe, yeah, maybe, um, maybe it gets better. 
Yeah, I, I have a question regarding regarding Australian football, and um, obviously this wasn't on the topics, but the new Celtics boss, Ange Postecoglou, I think he's Australian or something, or like he, he had a stint in Australian football where he was very successful. Um, obviously at the moment he's doing, I guess, fairly well in, in Scotland. So um, basically, is did he have any impact or can you see basically what he was trying to implement in Australia or have you not had enough time to do that? I really haven't had enough time to uh, <laughs> analyze that game. But yeah. uh, in six months' time, uh, get back to me with, uh, with a similar question and maybe I'll have an answer. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. This is this is interesting, man. Um, obviously, we have done we have done podcasts like obviously um that pod we did with Alex. You remember? Um, he was in London. Um, we've done podcasts with someone from Seattle, um, someone from Ontario, someone from um Colorado. So, um, having another person outside the country is also nice, man. Congrats, man. Yeah, um, but we're going, we're going to start with Tottenham. Obviously, you support Tottenham liners. Um, Fabrizio has just been tweeting in the past few hours that Tottenham are ready to move on from Steven Bergvine and um, obviously the club record signing Ntangin Dombele. Um, yeah, it seems like Tottenham at the moment are ready to move on from Dombele. Dombele was brought, was brought in for a club um, record signing. I think it was something like 65 million maybe. And... Um, Bagvine was only bought last year in 2020. Um, early, I think it was in January. It was bought. It was brought in for 25 million pounds as well, man. Um, as a Tottenham fan, man, do you rate these moves and what do you think went wrong? Uh, so first, I'll start with. Um, look, he's had spurs, and all of them have said the same thing about him: great talent, poor work ethic. And so, you know, you hear, you hear it wow, four times, you go, probably they're not wrong. I mean, because this is, you're looking at Jose Mourinho, who's been in the game for a while. You're looking at Antonio Conte, who has worked with top-notch players. And so they see the quality, but they don't see the effort. And I mean, after a while, you only get so many chances. And it seems he doesn't want to get the club. So, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I won't be aggrieved once he moves on. I, I didn't say that. Uh, uh, for Bagwine, Bar- I believe, it's just a, a, a case of a move, uh, a bad move, I'd say, because he was brought in under, under Mourinho. Uh, then we had the Nuno, uh, the Nuno spell, and now Antonio Conte. And so maybe Mourinho had an image of what he wanted to do with a player, uh, which Conte does not. Uh, so yeah, just it's just bad luck on his side. Besides, also uh, Lucas has been uh, in great. And yeah, Lucas has been for a 23, 24 year old player not getting enough game time. Yeah, I mean, it's best if he's moved on, clear the wage bill, and then uh, sign a player who might contribute something in the long term for the club. Yeah, we are told um, for Bagvine, I think Ajax was leading um, basically for clubs that are looking for him and um, that basically want him and um, I think from Dombele we haven't had any offers yet I think um, I think someone said as a Tottenham um, fan said that Dombele is the most talented player basically in that Tottenham midfield but obviously like you said the, the work ethic and uh, basically the, the dedication obviously it is not rated man Marsh how do you think of those two guys and this drop 
well uh first uh Lina, do you think uh, Antonio Conte has a backup plan to 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 replace Ndombele? Well, so far she's been using Oliver Skip, uh, Hoybjerg, uh, Harry Wings comes in once in a while. So Ndombele has been there, and I don't think missing, but would uh, see him as a big loss once he leaves. Yeah man yeah Ndombele Ndombele has struggled man I I, hope, I really I really hope he finds because at the moment it seems like his career is heading downhill because not making it for Tottenham not being greeted by managers like obviously Nuno Conte Mourinho it's tough yeah but obviously he was it was it was a, it was I think he was a he was a poach signing so um it's it's always difficult for players if the manager that that brought you in actually leaves before you actually get to your potential it's very tough yeah um let, let's let's quickly speak about Aston Villa and the breaking news this week man Philippe Coutinho left Aston Villa a few years ago I think it was something close to 150 million euros um, I think it was 145 maybe and um after after rotating between um Barcelona and Bayern um I think he had that two year loan deal loan spell at Bayern now he's basically in Birmingham um, with Aston Villa. They have actually sealed this loan deal for him up until June and um, there's an option to buy. I think the, the, the option to buy is something like 40 million pounds. Um, I'm just going to start with Marsh here, man. Um, basically, is this a good move for Philippe Coutinho? Because for sure we know this is a good move for Aston Villa. Aston Villa moved away from Grealish for 100 million, uh, basically 100 million pounds. And um, is this a good move for Philippe Coutinho? Well, yes, uh, I, I would think so because uh, he played with Steven Gerrard. Mm-hmm. Steven Gerrard knows him very well. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think this is a very good move. I think uh, Steven Gerrard knows his weaknesses, knows his strengths. So yes, I think this is a very good move. Yeah, Gerard was actually speaking about this during his press conference the other day. Um, he was asked about actually Coutinho going to 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 Aston Villa, and he, he was very sly with his answers. He said something along the lines of, "He's a player I really respect. We know the quality that he has, but at the moment I'm not going to speculate." I think. And there was news that he, he took he, he agreed to take a pay cut so that he can join Aston Villa. So oh, yeah. So I guess I guess I guess that's Steven Gerrard's pool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, obviously, yeah, I think Aston Villa fans will be excited. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and obviously they still have the money in the bank to spend for him in the summer if he impresses them, uh, because you know that Grealish money is still in the safe. Um, yeah, Linus, man, do you think um, Philippe Coutinho will have an impact on Aston Villa? Obviously, Marsh thinks this is a good move for him. Do you think um, he will have a good impact? Obviously, with the wingers they have, they have Anwar El Ghazi, they have Bertrand, the other Traor, I think. I don't know if it's, 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 his other name is Bertrand, but the other Traore, um, they have Watkins in there. Do you think he will have an impact at Villa? Yeah, I mean, we know that he's capable of the player, his creativity, his passing range, his vision. And so if if he can, I mean, he hasn't really played at the top level for a while, but if he can find his form, uh, or rather he could display the form that he displayed at, on his fellow season at Liverpool, then mm-hmm. yeah, I believe he can, and because Villa have really felt that uh, Jack Grealish hole ever since ever since he left, and so he'd be that he'd be a player who could uh, fill those shoes. Yeah, man, Villa just keep going on from strength to strength, man. After like they, they like I like the business that they are really that they're doing. Obviously, they they stole man from Man City, man. I don't know how Man City <laughs> paid hundred million for Jack Grealish. <laughs> 
yeah but um obviously they, they brought in Danny Ings as well um yeah that that obviously Steven Gerrard will want will want other players and there's talk that Lucas Digne is actually on his way to Birmingham from Liverpool man it seems um he, he actually um had a break i think uh, I, i don't know how to call it i think he basically um basically differed with um Benitez so it seems like he's on his way out of Everton and um the news that we've been hearing is Chelsea are in for Lucas Digne and um Marsh has been following this really closely and it seems like at the moment Fabrice is talking about Lucas Digne Lucas Digne is actually going to Aston Villa instead of Chelsea it seems like Chelsea were actually are calling calling in back Emerson um who is on loan man so for to, the, to fill in that left back position and no Chilwell has been injured so what do you think man Lucas Digne is he heading to Chelsea is he heading to Aston Villa and basically will Chelsea lose out if he actually heads to Birmingham instead of London uh that's a fun if if he does not come to Chelsea I'll be very disappointed <laughs> because i expected uh, i really, i really wanted him to come mm-hmm. because of his stats his stats speaks for him mm-hmm. uh he's very good offensively that's what we're in right now we need a left back who is a left back a strong left wing back yeah so uh if if he goes to villa i'll be somehow disappointed but uh with emerson i don't really rate emerson that guy <laughs> that guy wasn't in form when he was in chelsea yeah uh, so i don't i don't know i don't know what but anyway he has he's worked with to hell before yeah so i i, I trust it i just trust it to hell that if if at all we recall emerson he will find his form back yeah um yeah Lainas, I have a question for you regarding Everton, man. These guys have not played really, have not played well. I think they have only won one in their past 12 games. Um, Rafa Benitez is really struggling, man. And when we were starting the season, we didn't think Everton would actually be in a relegation battle. Um, basically, what do you think has, has gone wrong, man, uh, man, for them? Because at the moment, they are really struggling. It seems like they can't find the answers. And obviously, the falling out with a player that has been a starter for Everton, like Lucas Dinier, will actually cause people to pry into the, the club. What do you think has gone wrong at Everton? I believe, uh, I, believe I, I did host an episode. I can't remember if it was alongside Marsh. But I remember yeah. uh, back then Everton was doing well and I remember asking Marsh is this a new Everton other than Motrice and Ancelotti and mm-hmm. so the same patterns you start off well and then you go on this run where you don't win games or you draw a lot of games and so to me it's just same old Everton I I, I don't think uh, the problems <laughs> that Ancelotti left I see the problems that uh, I um, Benitez is encountering So uh to be honest uh they really have to upgrade their team. The, the, yeah. I mean their team I have always I've always lamented that their team is mediocre. You might have a good name here, you might have a Lucadinha here who to me is a very but okay. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> but every, once yeah, once you look yeah. at the team sheet there's there's a lot of uh, mediocrity in there and you know for the ambitions that they want i mean if, if it's if it's to uh, avoid relegation every season then they're doing well but if they really want to uh, compete for european places then you really need to do something about the sport yeah man in terms of quality i agree um i think i think the other day the game against brighton um i think the, the youngsters scored the two goals that they that they actually put away against brighton man they really struggled in that game and they lost it and obviously obviously they were at home so yeah i think i think 
um, Benitez will actually need to be back to actually be successful. But um, at the moment, for Everton fans, it's just a case of that they survive the season, they make sure that they don't go down to the championship because at the moment they're not winning games and they're conceding a lot of them. Yeah, um, obviously they've signed they've signed a right back from Rangers, Nathan Patterson. Um, we're speaking about this with Marsh during the last episode. Um, hopefully, um, it seems like he's a good talent. It seems like obviously he worked under Steven Gerrard. He's a good player. It seems like um, Everton might actually have a full back there. So if Lucas Dinier go goes, I think. Um, they'll be they'll actually be be sorted. Um, the next thing I'm going to talk about is Newcastle, man, the richest football club in the world, man. Um, I think their owner is worth 320 billion dollars. I think um, they were 320 billion pounds. I'm not sure. Yeah, but Newcastle are actually um, in the business in the um, in the transfer window really hard this summer, this 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 winter, and um, they have actually agreed a fee with Atleti Madrid for Kieran Trippier. Kieran Trippier, obviously the former Tottenham right back. Um, the deal is around twelve million pounds plus add-ons. Um, the England international actually travelled to Tyneside for his medical and became the first signing of this Saudi-backed regime. Um, I think the deal is a two, two and a half year contract with an option for a further year. Um, obviously, Trippi is, is 31 years old. Um, he, he made his debut on Saturday for Newcastle. Newcastle actually got beat, man, um, in the FA Cup that round against Cambridge United. Um, Cambridge United actually played, I think, in League One. Yeah, so, um, Marsh, man, good deal for Kieran Trippier or good deal for Newcastle? Uh, Good deal for Kiri and Trippier because uh, Newcastle is just Newcastle, mm-hmm. even if they say like <laughs> Newcastle is just Newcastle, I don't trust them at all. So uh, I think uh, Kiri and Trippier, I also don't rate him as as uh, as he used to be, yeah, as he used to be. So that's why he, he, he I think, in Atletico, he, he, he sat on the bench for, for some time. So I, I don't really I don't really see if I don't really see this as an improvement as an improvement for Newcastle. So yeah, man. Yeah, Linus, what do you think, man, of this move for Trippier, man? Um, did Newcastle get a winner here? Uh huh. Pardon. Uh, sorry, sorry for that. Uh, so look, I don't know what his contract is. But he must be making he must be making good money, and for Newcastle, yeah, I mean, okay, I really, I really, who's the right back? Okay, whoever played, I think they had Hayden, but I think Hayden is out with injury. Yeah, okay, well, Hayden is more of a central player, but okay, whoever whoever was their right wing back, uh, Kieran Schiffer will be an obvious upgrade, and that's what Newcastle needs right now. Newcastle, they have all the money, but uh, really can't do much of it because uh, big, big, you know, big time players don't want to really come and uh, uh, be part of a relegation battle. So they need to almost at the end of their careers, players who can't be seen and now have fallen off. You know, I mean, they should come in for Dombele. Uh, we'd be willing to sell. There's uh, <laughs> also Diego Costa who's run out of food. Yeah, and I mean, terminated yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
transfer you know, you know you just improve and improve and improve until you're not a comfortable place you can attract uh, top tier talent but so yeah i mean yeah. i believe it's a win for boy if he's making a lot yeah, of down yeah, cards yeah yeah i think i think the big deal was i think atleti were trying to to actually convince him to stay in madrid they really want him they really like him um although at the moment i think this season he was used more of a rotational player like much said he had a few games that he sat on the bench um but overall he, he has been key for for atleti and um they tried to convince him to stay but um basically I think Trippier wanted wanted something new. I think for his family, he really wanted to come back to England. Obviously, the Premier League is the biggest um, league in the world, the most competitive. And I think the the, the 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 determining factor, obviously, the family, but the other determining factor is is England position. Obviously, the World Cup is coming up, and we know Southgate doesn't travel to Spain to actually watch athletic games unless basically they're in the Champions League, and that's a big if. Um, Trippi obviously is competing for his England position. Obviously, is competing against Trent Alexander-Arnold. We have Rich James there. We have uh, Kyle Walker there, and maybe we also have Aaron Onbisaka there. Um, so basically, he really wanted to come home, and um, it made sense for him to come to Newcastle. Um, at the moment, Newcastle seems like um a club that uh, that's actually on the edge because they are actually in a, in a relegation battle and on the other side they can actually be they can actually go back to being a big club like they were a few decades ago uh, because right now they have the money they have the owners that want to improve and obviously they have that fan base which is one of the biggest fan base in england um but they are also looking for another players Van botman um i think he's a center back he's something like 21 years old um they want to sign him from Lille man i think he won the the league one with Lille um i guess a couple a season ago perhaps um but however Lille's position is that they have no intention to sell in january now botman is valued at 30 million euros um which is 25 million pounds give or take and he still has three years left in his contract man um uh, newcastle basically are looking to revamp they're looking to back back Eddie Howe here um Sven Botman Linus do you rate him yes i do yes i do i mean if uh Fabricio Paratici is listening that's a sign mm-hmm. he should make this january <laughs> because he's a really good player he's 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 strong uh he he can tackle uh he can carry the ball and most most of all he can pass so yeah he's a player rate mm-hmm. and for 30 million that's so yeah and he's 21 years old they do land him then they'll have a good play on their hands and besides at 20 years old there's uh, a lot of room to improve yeah man yeah you can offer value for Newcastle for 10 years plus yeah and obviously if if it doesn't work out they can just sell him for for a profit um a few years from now and um Newcastle are also looking to buy to bring in Todd Cantwell um we so we, we knew Todd Cantwell from two years ago I think back three years ago now because we're in 2022 um back in 2019 um basically when he and Timu Puke actually broke um basically into into the the, the stage and Todd Cantwell has been struggling with Norwich this season it seems like Dean Smith is ready to move away from him we know his work ethic is a problem but he's a good number 10 and he has quality um Newcastle also have a problem of actually advancing the ball from the defense to actually the attack and Todd Cantwell can do that for them he's a good midfielder man 
Uh, Marsh, obviously, I know at some point, I I'm not sure if you had Cantwell in your fantasy, but Cantwell for, for Newcastle, will this be a good signing for them and should they push this one? Uh, yes. Because it seems like... Yes, yes, yes. I, yeah. I think Todd Cantwell, Todd Cantwell has, the, has the quality, has that quality to play as number 10. Uh, also, how they arrived the league when they came back with Timofuki. Yeah. So I think yes, he, he, it's it's a it's a great uh, transfer if they if they actually land him. Yeah. At the moment Newcastle are having problems with their I think front four. Um because we know Joe Linton is out with injury. We know Alan Sit Maximan is out with injury. And they, I think they only have Brendan Fraser to look I think also Callum Wilson is out with injury. I think they only have um Brendan Fraser to to look for and Miguel Almiron. So they need to um, revamp basically their, their chances and um, there's been talks of other players like Ramsey, um, other players of obviously Wijnaldum it seems like he wants to move out of Paris, we don't know if he'll go back to Newcastle, obviously he's, he has ties um, at Tyneside, he came from Newcastle to Liverpool so um, there's been that as well, we'll follow this up man and see um, basically what this happens, man. Um, Linus, um, Cantwell to Newcastle, do you fancy this move, do you think it's probable? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I wanted to say no, which no, which are on the way down, but so Newcastle. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, Newcastle need all the good players they can get their hands on right now. So, Newcastle, yeah, he could, he could make a difference there. Yeah, I think if Amanda Stavely really wants Todd Cantwell, I think she can go and get him. Um, obviously, with the money now, and obviously Dean Smith is trying to do something with the youngsters. I think if Newcastle really want to control, they can go get him. This is actually an opportune move for them. I think of of the of the of the, pro, of the moves that they really want. I think this is this is the easier, the slightly easier one. Yeah, but we're going to talk about um, Arsenal next, man. Um, Arsenal have a problem with Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. Um, basically, we don't know the entire story, but it seems like um, he has fallen out with Mikel Ateta. He was stripped of the captaincy a few weeks ago, and he has not played, man. I think the past six games, but in those six games, I think they have won five out of the six. Um, the, the sixth that they lost was was the game against Manchester City. Um, so there's that. Um, but Arsenal, are, are, Mikel Arteta has actually confirmed that they are in the market to look for another striker. Dusan Vlahovic is a striker that basically will talk about, I, I'm not sure for how long, until he basically finds a team, because it seems like everyone really wants him to get out of Florentina. Um, but Dusan Vlahovic is a name that has come up. And um, with Arsenal moving Polarin Balogun on loan to Middlesbrough, it seems like they really, really want a striker, man. Um, Lina, so we've spoken about Blahovic a ton of times. Um, we both really like Blahovic, obviously, he's 21 years old, he's a finisher. Do you think Arsenal can get Blahovic? Do you really think they can? I mean, we keep on talking about him because we know the immense quality he possesses, we know how he could probably uh, hack it in the Premier League. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean. Money. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not. Sure. I think. I think Stockholm. They've been spending quite well. No, 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 no. No, it, 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 it wasn't a violation. But yeah, I mean, I believe because the price, uh, the price uh, touted, I believe last transfer season was 70, 75. So around 80 million yeah. to get yourself a yeah. player of it. Uh, sure, Arsenal can get a, can get can can get him. But then yeah, I, 
is that not yeah. the right team to be in? That's that's the question. But uh, I have to ask you guys a question. Uh, with 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 the quality, with the with the, with the guy of such quality like Dusan Vlahovic, I, I I guess I guess he'll want to to go to a to a club that's maybe the Champions League, maybe yeah. maybe 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 a club that's yeah uh, that has a a, a bit of uh, of goals, yeah. <laughs> and we all that's know Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I uh, if Arsenal pull this off, actually, then be mad. Really mad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a vibe. But uh, but but I, I don't I don't think I don't think uh, they 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 really have that pull to, to pull this off. So yeah. So you don't think this will happen? No, no. Arsenal has also been linked to Alinghalan in the past. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we are, yeah. we are used to Arsenal being linked to big players yeah. like this, and nothing happened. So uh, I don't think this will this will really happen. Yeah. In, in terms in terms of cash to spend. They might have the cash, like Lena said, but in terms of pool, I don't know if Blahovic would say yes. It's a case of who says no, and I think yeah. Blahovic might say no. Obviously, he's young, and um, in terms of up-and-coming strikers, I think I think it's him. Um, I think it's it's Haaland, and I think there's there's another striker that that's coming from. I think he plays for Lille or something like that. He's, he's Canadian, Jonathan David. I think I think. There's, I think those, those are the only three young strikers that are coming from from Europe at the moment. So Blahovic, being in that conversation, obviously wants to go to the best. We know Haaland wants to go to the yeah. best. So I don't know if Arsenal will will, will actually get him one. But fingers crossed, and they actually. Can, yeah, go on. And be plus a RB Salzburg striker Karim Adeyemi. I mean. Given the Who? the run he had, uh, Karima Demi, the Salzburg striker. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know uh, who that is. Anyway. Okay, fine, fine. But he's a really good player, and he's a player who probably come summer he'll be moving to Leipzig. If not, if not a wow. Bayern or a Borussia Dortmund, he's a really good player. Wow, man, send us the profile, man. Um, I, I, I don't know, I don't know who that is, but yeah, it's it's Kari- His name is Karim David Adeyemi. Karim Adeyemi. Yeah, I, I think he's German, man. Okay. Um, yeah, basically, I, I didn't look into him, man. Um, so basically, he's, he's touted to move to which club? Probably Leipzig because uh, Salzburg and, Red, and Leipzig have that connection. But I mean, if I, okay, well, Bayern might be a bit of a stretch because Bayern released him as a teenager. But if a Borussia Dortmund came calling, uh, a Monaco. This club is with with uh, strength. Yeah, he 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 fit in in a big club or rather in such a club in a club like Dortmund. Especially if Dortmund do lose Alan Haaland, then I believe Ademi should be the, uh, uh, his next or rather his successor. Well, yes, uh, I'm just looking at his stats. This guy has. In 17 matches, he has 14 goals. That's mad, man. That's yeah, mad. and two assists as well. <laughs> That's mad, man. Yeah, it seems yeah. really good, man. And obviously, like you said, Red Bull, yeah, Red Bull own both clubs, and there's that, there's that connection there. Yeah, yeah, oh, it makes sense.
Wow, I didn't I, I didn't know him. He's 19 years old, man. He can, obviously, he can be a striker for the future. I think they, they value him at 35 million euros. So anyone who really wants to get Karim David at the AME, they, really, they have to pay 35 million euros. And obviously, it has to make sense because he's a teenager. And um, it seems like that's a striker to watch out for the future, man. Yeah, Good-looking yeah, yeah. out players. Yeah, he's, he's been in America for a while, and I'm glad to see that he's, you know, finally growing as a player. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, basically, is now is now on everyone's radar now that you guys had it on the third world perspective. Um, thank you for that. Arsenal are also planning to move um to sign Bruno Guimaraes from Olympic Lyon, man. Arsenal basically are linked with everyone this transfer window. Um, we know they spent the most money during the summer. They were the, they actually spent the most money of all Premier League clubs. They're looking to spend some more in January. Olympic Lyon won't accept less than 45 million, I guess, euros, man, um, to sell Bruno this month. Um, but we also know they are also they also want to offer him a new deal until 2026. Um, whether Bruno will sign it or not is a different is a different matter. But Arsenal are looking for a midfielder. Obviously, Thomas Party is basically with Ghana um, in Cameroon um, with Afcon, and Arsenal are actually short in midfield. Um, Bruno Guimaraes. Um, is has actually improved. Has actually played really well with Leon. He, he can play as a CDM. He can also play as a central midfielder. Um, Linus, I have to come to you when it comes to French players actually playing in France, man. Um, do you think this is possible? Do you think this can happen? Yeah, I'll be honest. I say I, I, I have never heard of uh, Bruno Guimaraes, and so I don't. I don't know who he is as a player. <laughs> I don't know who he yeah. is. I mean, I don't know. I'm not even sure where he plays or how he plays. So, I yeah, mean, he's okay. Yeah, he's he's 24 years old. I think he's Brazilian, and obviously, is is really is valued really highly. And um, it seems like the um, Arsenal really really want him. Obviously, he can advance the ball. He can play as a box to box, and at times he can play as a lone six or basically in a double six. Um, yeah, that's that's his profile basically. Yeah, but yeah, sure. I mean, Arsenal do need midfielders because now with Party gone, then Sambilo Konga has been decent. Jaka, I think, plays for them still. Yeah. Who else can you name in that midfield? So yeah, no, basically no one. Is, there. Yeah, yeah, it's they're just a bit like light. That. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I believe if 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 there's a play, if it's a player they've identified, then go for it but uh, we, we are all used to Arsenal every transfer window Arsenal gets gets linked to all these players yeah. and the and they yeah. end up and they end up saying players were trash so yeah, uh, fuck those. <laughs> yeah. well, <laughs> well see, see that's what you say that's what you say to me as well just but to me as well yeah, as yeah. <laughs> to me, as, as really, I, 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 I guy in my fantasy Premier League. That guy, that guy is actually. <laughs> I've watched him play. Actually, is incredible. Yeah. I guess, I guess that's that's a signing. Uh, I, I also, I also, I also, I also remembering why, why, why was this Sambilo Konga? But uh, yeah. I guess, I guess he has proved me wrong. So maybe, maybe, maybe. So whoever is doing, whoever, whoever is doing the scouting at us. Because he's been doing a good job, and so if they say uh, Bruno is a is a is a is a good player, another good enough to 
uh, playing for the midfield and uh, I could con- uh, all I have to do is conquer. I can't really go against them. Yeah, man, it's 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 difficult, man, to buy Arsenal, man. At the moment that that <laughs> that's the moment, okay, yeah, 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 okay, the moment yeah. that well, well, they did they did lose that FA game <laughs> in that horrible kit. So yeah, they played. We still have time. We still have time. Yeah, but but I I think I think the kit. There was a reason why they played it in that kit, man. I think I think I think they were they were. Against, I know the reason. I guess I know the reason, nice and it's noble. Mm-hmm. Right, but but yeah. the other colors, you know, there's, <laughs> the, there's orange, the other colors, they are you know, 256. Yeah, yeah they decided you know, to go with Tottenham white, so uh, I mean, that's not even Tottenham white, that's just plain white. That, that is, <laughs> I, but, I, but I can't tell you what their performance or the kids. I couldn't tell you. But, but <laughs> the going of of, of of party who has been yeah. key in this Arsenal performance yeah. in Afcon, I think they will they will uh, they, they will struggle. They will yeah. return back to default settings as you all know <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah. So <laughs> so if if they were to sign Bruno, uh, I guess. I guess uh, let's let's just wait and see how the transfer windows yeah. roll out. Yeah, for sure they'll struggle without Thomas Party. Yeah, they'll been, struggle without Thomas Party. Yeah. Them, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know Shaka. Shaka is a runner, man. Obviously, he brought that penalty against Man City as well. And um, yeah, we've seen Shaka basically do some weird things, man. We, we saw him check the Arsenal jersey off a play was being served, and we all thought he was leaving <laughs> Arsenal. And now he's he's the only leader in that midfield. Um, obviously, Lokonga will come in. Lokonga. He's, he's a talented midfielder, but he still has a lot to learn. And um, with the problems at Arsenal at the moment, they are, they, the leadership problems have been lacking with Aubameyang actually being stripped off of the captaincy. Yeah. Although we can actually mention a few good things regarding Ben White. Um, Cedric played yesterday against, I think, yeah, yesterday against Nottingham Forest. He was terrible, man. Yeah, I saw him being slaughtered on Twitter, man. But, uh, they, they, they actually, also, Arsenal got kicked out of the FA. They also have have, have uh, the, the, the goalkeeper, Aaron Ramsdale. Yeah, Ramsdale is, has also been a terrible signing. Reynard said one day in a pod that, that uh, he's, one of his, he's one of the best goalkeepers in Europe. Uh, I said, no, Mane is with the best goalkeeper in Europe right now. So, <laughs> But uh, at the moment, Ramsdale is doing yeah. really well. Yeah, yeah Linus, would you, um, would you actually, because they're at half of the, um, basically the half of the season, would, what grade would you give um, Arsenal's um, basically signing during the summer? Now, now, that, now that we have seen those players, obviously they brought in Ramsdale, Ben White, Sambi Lokonga, um, and I think Odegaard as well has also been incredible for them. Yeah. What grade would you give them? Yes. Um, would, you, would you give Arsenal regarding their signings of the summer? Well, if if you if you were to look at Ramsdale, Lokonga, uh, okay, finalizing uh, making uh, the Odegaard deal permanent, Tavares who what, uh, whenever he plays he plays well, Tomiyasu yeah. plus, but then there's Ben White and so Ben White <laughs> all back to a B plus. So yeah, it's a B plus. Once once you factor in the the, the Ben White deal, then that's not get a B plus from me. Wow, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I think I think that's harsh, man. Obviously, I, I expect I expect nothing less from a Spurs fan. For me, I'll give I'll give them an A minus. I'll give them an A minus just because I haven't seen. Obviously, like you said, Tavares played really well in that spell that um, the starting left back wasn't there. The Scottish boy, um, Kieran Tierney, I think. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was out injured. I think Tavares played 
okay for them and obviously they're, they're basically the signings have been have been the difference makers Rampel, Ben White, um, um, Odegaard, um, the right back we've just been speaking of Tomiyasu as well I'll give them an A minus man Marsh. Uh, well uh, if 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 they could go from from signing the flop of the season William and and, and yeah. come and sign all these great players yeah. man I, I think I think I will give them a, a B plus yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah William William was terrible <laughs> <laughs> they still wanted to win the Champions League in three years yeah, William, yeah, William, <laughs> I, guess, I guess you'll have to wait for 30 more years for them to <laughs> yeah, William, William and Obama in the Champions League. So yeah, William and Obama are in the same boat. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, basically, basically, this this has been it, man. The first episode of January, the TWP transfers. Um, we will try to do more episodes, man. Um, this has been this has been third world perspective, man. Linus, how was the first episode? Great it. Ah, uh, first of the of the year. I'll have to give it at A. Yeah, it's been good. We mm-hmm. got to bash us not a bit, so I'm always happy when we get to do that. <laughs> but yeah, this has been a good episode. I mean, I, I, of course, unless our listeners disagree, but I'd, I'd say it's a good episode. I say it's an A. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, Marsh, man. Um, obviously, nice to do these episodes as well with you. Nice to do them with Linus as well. I think I haven't done an episode with Linus since something like October. Yeah, yeah. Linus, it's been great to have you back. Yeah, man. And uh, um, yeah, man. And um, this this has been another great episode. Thank you guys um, for listening. You can follow Marsh on Twitter at Marsh underscore Manuel. Follow Marsh on Instagram at Marsh Manuel. I know Marsh's handles, man. Yeah, follow <laughs> me on Twitter at Pablo Iconero. Follow me on Instagram at Pablo Iconero. Follow me on TikTok at Pablo Iconero. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Third World Pod. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Three RD World Perspective. Linus. I don't know if you're, if you're on the socials yet because we have not got 200,000 plays, man. <laughs> I think we're, we're nearing 2,000 now. Uh, 100,000. Actually, I believe it was... Okay, fine. I'll say 100,000. Then, sure. 100,000. Yeah, for you guys, guys don't know this, for you guys that don't know this, Linus actually said that he'll get on social media once you get to 100,000 plays. And at the moment, we're at we're nearing 2,000 plays. So we really need you guys to listen to the episodes and like share it so that we can get Linus on social media. Um, you guys, you guys actually see um, basically the amount of content that he has, um, his insights. Um, we need to get him on on socials, especially Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but this has been the last episode, man. We thank you guys for listening. Um, the first episode, actually. Um, we thank you guys for listening, and um, we'll be back next week um, covering the transfer that would have gone down. And um, stick with us, man. We are heading to YouTube. Um, I think this is the 90th, 90th episode. So two more episodes until we go to YouTube. And um, we'll see you guys in the next one.